All right, Bible and Daily Lifers, here we are. We are in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 5. Some real interesting stuff in this chapter. Jesus calls his disciples, calls the first disciples. He does some healing. He's going to heal a man with leprosy. He's going to heal a paralyzed guy and forgive the guy as well. Uh, and then he's going to be eating with sinners, and there's going to be some of the religious leaders are going to have a question about that and have a hard time about it. So Jesus and the sinners, maybe, is what we could call this cha particular chapter. But let's start in on it. Luke chapter 5, verse 1. One day, so here's a day out of the life of Jesus, a slice of life from Jesus himself. One day, Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, which is also the Sea of Galilee. Jesus liked to be by this Sea of Galilee. And the people were crowding around him and listening to the word of God. Well, we've said before that whenever you find Jesus, he's always teaching and the people are always listening. He's always, always teaching. And so I suppose we should be doing the same. We should be teaching about Jesus and teaching the word of God. It's what Jesus did. It's a good example to follow. He saw at the water's edge two boats left there by fishermen who had been washing their nets. So this is in the middle of a work day. People have their boats parked those who are fishing, making a living fishing, and they're washing their nets, cleaning up uh, before they're going out or when they're finished. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, who was one of his disciples. Simon uh, seems to be a small businessman, probably doing relatively well. It's, there's several people that are working with him. And he asked him to put him out a little bit from the shore. Jesus is going to build sort of a stage, a platform, an auditorium, He'll be on the water, and the people will be on the shore, and the sound will carry, and he'll be able to talk to them. He sat down, and he taught the people from the boat. I love this about Jesus. I love that he's sitting down when he's teaching. Uh, so many times when we see people uh, preaching or teaching the Word of God, you know, they're moving around and maybe yelling at us and using, you know, all kinds of inflections in their voices, and Jesus is just sitting down uh, teaching them, and he's doing it in a boat and he's doing it outside. <laughs> you know, how, how different is that than, you know, the, the way that we see so many things, you know, carrying the, carrying the microphone around, shouting in it. When he finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into the deep water and let the nets down for a catch. Well, Peter said, look, you know, you're not a, you're not a professional fisherman. Uh, we've worked hard all day and all night. We, we haven't caught a thing. But because you say it, I'll let the nets down. So basically saying, you know, there's nothing out here. There's no fish out here. Uh, you know, we've been working. We know how to do this stuff. We've been doing it our whole lives. But if you tell me to do it, I'll do it. So this, this is so Jesus, just breaking into the midst of our lives, breaking into the midst of our routine, surprising us, surprising us. And uh, when they had let down the nets... They caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they were not prepared for this. They were not prepared for what happened here because their nets can only hold so many fish. They make them for so many fish. If they thought they were going to have more fish in them, they'd make the nets stronger. But they get normal catches of fish in here. It's just crazy. There's just so much fish. They listened to Jesus. Even though they thought it would not happen, even though they thought it couldn't be a reality, even though they thought they knew better than Jesus, when they listen to Jesus and do what he tells them to do, they get this huge 
catch a fish. So they signaled the partners, get these guys out here. And the other boat to come and help. And they came and they filled both boats so full that they began to sink. Man, there's a lot of fish there. But they didn't think anything was going to happen. Boy, Jesus surprises us. If there's one thing you need to learn about Jesus, you need to learn to be expectant because you never know what he's going to do, but he's always doing something. When Simon Peter saw this, because he'd been doing this his whole life, he was familiar with this. When he saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me, Lord, I'm a sinful man. He recognized that Jesus was who he said he was, that he was God, and he recognized that in the, in the presence of Jesus that he was a sinful person. For he and his companions were astonished at all of the fish that were taken in. So that James and John, the sons, and, and so, so were James and John, um, the sons of Zebedee, Simon's partners. So, uh, you know, they're all in business together. They've all been doing this their whole life. They've been doing it. Their dads have been doing it. Probably their grandpas have been doing it. And they're just like astonished, man. You are, I don't know who you are, you know, but wow. Wow, get away from me, God, you know, get away from me. And then Jesus said to Simon, don't be afraid. From now on, you'll fish for people. And uh, Peter's life probably brought in that same number of people, right? Just uh, so many, just so many, you know, one life, how one life can make such a difference. You know, Peter brings in this huge harvest on the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2, just like he brought in this huge catch of fish here in uh, Luke chapter 5. And so uh, you, you'll, uh, from now on, you'll catch people. And so they pulled their boats up on the shore. They left everything and they followed him. They're like, we're in, we're going to do this. You read from chapters 12 to 16, and Jesus heals a man with leprosy. The man wants to be clean, and Jesus heals him. You know, leprosy was an awful disease, particularly in the day, and they had to isolate themselves from the rest of the community, stand from afar and say, unclean, unclean, don't come near me. Jesus heals the man, and he restores him to community. He restores him to life. Jesus, when he heals us, particularly when he heals the broken and the addicted uh, uh, the, the outcast, you know, restores us back to family, restores us back to society. Then um, Jesus uh, heals and uh, forgives this paralyzed man. This is an interesting story. One day, another day, another slice out of the life of uh, Jesus. One day Jesus was teaching. Well, he's always teaching, but he's always doing wild things as well. You know, he's miracles and healings, all kinds of things. One day as Jesus was teaching, the Pharisees and the teachers of the law were sitting there. Well, they're sitting there to see what they might be able to catch him in. They'd come from every village of the Galilee and from Judea and Jerusalem. They'd come from all over. So the religious leaders are hearing about this and they are, they are suspect. They're going to put a stop to this. And the power of the Lord was with Jesus to heal the sick. So not only are they going to get some teaching, they're going to see some sick people healed today. Some men came carrying a paralyzed man on a mat and tried to take him into the house to lay him before Jesus. Jesus is inside of his house. When they could not find a way to do this because of the crowd, so many people in the house, and they've got this guy on a mat and their friends are carrying him around on a mat through town. They couldn't find a way to do this because of the crowd. They went up onto the roof and they lowered the mat through the tiles into the middle of the crowd right in front of Jesus. Now this seems a little bit to us like, what? You go up on top of a roof and tear the roof apart? Well, well, these roofs were like thatched roofs and mud roofs and tile roofs, so they were made out of clay, and, and they're just removing the tile. And it's, it's, not, it's, it's not heavy construction the way that we do heavy construction with metal roofs and rafters and you know several layers of plywood and shingles and asphalt. 
they're relatively simple roofs and uh and, and, and the some of the weather there isn't you know as difficult as some of the weather in other parts of the world maybe where where you're from or where I'm from and so they take it apart and they let the man down when Jesus saw their faith so interesting a lot of people say you know well you're in trouble because you don't have the faith well let's use somebody else's faith it was the faith of these guys that Jesus used he said friend your sins are forgiven well the Pharisees and the teachers of the law they were thinking to themselves, who's this guy speaking blasphemy? Who can forgive sins but God? Who does he think he is? Now, some people say Jesus never claimed to be God. Well, he did right here. And Jesus knew what they were thinking, and he said, Why are you thinking these things in your heart? Which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven or get up and walk? But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the paralyzed man, I tell you, take up your mat and go home. Immediately he stood in front of them took what he had been lying on, and went home praising God. Everyone was amazed and gave praise to God, and they were filled with awe. And they said, we've seen remarkable things today. Well, the miracle certainly of him healing the man, but also of the man walking, because you and I had to learn to walk. It took us years to learn how to walk. And this guy, not only is he healed, not only is whatever his, his condition was straightened out, but he walks home. Well, which is easier to say, uh, take up your mat and walk, or your sins are forgiven. Well, Jesus can forgive sins. Now watch this, 27, verse 27. After this, Jesus went out and saw a tax collector by the name of Levi sitting at his tax booth. Now this is the guy who wrote the book of Matthew. And Jesus said, follow me. And Levi got up, left everything and followed him. And then Levi had a great banquet for Jesus at his house. A large crowd of tax collectors and others were eating with them. But the Pharisees, the religious leaders and the teachers of the law who belonged to them, that sect, a comp, uh, complained to the disciples, why, does you, why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? Why do you do that? And Jesus said, it's not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I've not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Of course, tax collectors were not liked by the people of Israel because they worked for Rome and they collected taxes from the, the, from the Jewish people and gave it to Rome. So people were like, they were like an enemy. Because they don't like Rome ruling over them, and they don't like paying taxes to Rome. And here you are, a Jewish neighbor, taking taxes and paying Rome. Well, this guy gets converted. Tax collectors were rolling in cash. And he, he throws big parties. He throws big parties with the influential. He throws big parties with the power brokers. And so Matthew gets saved, and he throws a party with all of his friends, the power brokers, the, you know, the politicians, the, the movers, the shovers, you know, the business people. And he invites Jesus and Jesus comes. I love that, that Jesus comes to the party. And he comes and he's with the sinners. And, and these people are upset that Jesus is eating with sinners. Well, Jesus was known as a friend of sinners. He was known as a friend of sinners. And, uh, you know, we should be out there just uh, hobnobbing as much as we can with the people that we know, as long as it's not going to affect us in a negative way where we're, you know, it's going to bring us down. But it wasn't going to bring Jesus down. He had already faced the temptations. Remember a few chapters back when Satan tempted him in the wilderness after 40 days. Jesus is good to go. And Jesus is hanging out with the sinners. He's not afraid to go into the community and, and, and be who he is and teach what he teaches. Amazing. Uh, Jesus. So Bible and Daily Life, find us wherever you find us, Spotify, YouTube, um, BibleandDailyLife.com, Facebook, The Bible and Daily Life. I love you guys. You are loved by God. You are loved by God. You are loved by God. Peace, grace, and mercy.